0: Everybody, Chuck and Stacy here with VO Buzz Weekly. Mm-hmm. And man, have we got a hot show for you guys tonight. Yes. King Ezekiel from The Walking Dead.
1: Yes, Cyborg from Teen Titans Go. Kari Payton's here, y'all. Let's, Let's get, get buzzed. Buzz.
0: Turn it up. Get ready. You're tuned in to VO Buzz Weekly. And now, prepare to get seriously buzzed with your hosts, Chuck Duran and Stacy J. Aswan.
1: Okay, guys, our guest is a stellar actor whose voice you know from shows like Teen Titans Go and The Lion Guard and Young Justice. And you love watching him on camera rule as King Ezekiel in The Walking Dead on AMC. We're so happy to have him here. He is the fabulous Kari Payton. Welcome. And
0: thank the crowd you. roars. Look, crowd Look at the crowd. Look at them. Look I, at them. They're on their beautiful feet. Crowd.
2: It's a beautiful it, it's, it's, it's crowd. It's a cute crowd. <laughs> it's a
0: very cute crowd, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hi, Car- First of all, Hi. dude, welcome to the show. <laughs> thank and, you. And so you're I very welcome. And I got to say that, you know, being on one of the biggest shows on the freaking planet comes with being one of the busiest actors in the world. Yeah. And thank you so much for taking time yeah, away sure. and coming here and sharing well, with I'm us, Well, I'm so man. excited. I came here. I had no idea what I was Coming to honestly, yeah. I got
2: a I got a call from uh, from, from Jeff um, um, We have yes. to thank
1: Jeff Zenini of Celebrity Talent. Thanks for connecting us all. Thanks, Jeffo.
2: Our illustrious uh, 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 agent asked me to um, come and do this thing, but I was uh, out of the country and I and I was just kind of Whoop. in a whirlwind. And then I walked in and I was like, "Where do I know this guy from?" And it's Rock Sugar. Why did you just yeah, tell me it right was Rock Sugar? Rock Sugar, <laughs> come
1: on. I know. Everybody Uh, just eliminated so many back and forth, right? Good Lord. I was
2: just, yeah, well, this was kind of actually cool because I realized, uh, you know, I couldn't mitigate my excitement. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, just as, as soon as you found out <laughs> about Rock
0: Sugar, then you said, hey, do you have a cookie? I'm yeah. hungry. Yeah. Well, a, a cookie always helps.
2: Yeah. They, they gave me a really we good always cookie.
0: Have it was snacks. a really good cookie. We, uh, we uh, always always got compliments snacks. of uh, SBV. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to take care so, of So, hey, let's get this thing started, man. Yeah. Um, I want to know, not them, yeah. I want to yeah. know. Stacey, how did you get the role as King Ezekiel on Walking Dead, man? I mean, because you didn't just wake up one morning or like, hey, here you go. Uh, you know it's funny that, that you asked me that question because I... Uh,
1: you never get asked that I
2: never get asked <laughs> that question no but it's a long answer you know Give and us usually, a
0: the shorty long answer yeah I don't, I don't have one the truth <laughs> is, is, is it.
2: it started when when um when when I was I was born a poor black child in in Augusta Georgia in Georgia. You hmm. thought I was joking when I said I was going to start it that way, no. but it's the no. truth. No, we're going we like, like, to ask stopped, you that anyway. The the um it's
1: like any job, moment. It's so like, cool. Exactly,
2: and and like any job in in, uh, in this town, it doesn't start with the audition that I got the first time. I auditioned for uh, the, the casting director for the The Walking Dead was was um, was uh, in two thousand and one. Mm hmm. And, uh, and 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 uh, I think maybe I'd I'd maybe I don't think I got a pilot. I think I tested for a show. I think maybe I did a, a guest spot or two on, on a show. But uh, but over like the course of fifteen years, I I had just uh, gone in and always been prepared. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, but uh, this was the first truly big job I'd ever gotten from them. But uh, but but the way and the way that I got that job is that. When I was 18, I decided... I was gonna get serious about. Actually, it was before that. I got serious about wanting to be an actor, and so I decided that I I was gonna audition for the best uh, colleges in in uh, the country for theater. Mm-hmm. And um and if I got in, that would mean that I'm not just some hack. That maybe you I got you a little got talent. Yes. It's not just you know people in my hometown saying, you yeah. know what, I think you'd be real good on the Cosby Show. You talk
1: so good. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know
2: what? I bet you could be Theo's friend, <gasps> and maybe oh oh you know what that Tempest Blandsoe <laughs> oh seems God. real cute. And, and so. <laughs> But that you know, that's what people you know, say, but know. I don't know if that's the truth. So As a I got into all of these colleges and then I, I picked um picked one that wouldn't you know, totally bankrupt me yeah. and yeah. my family, and uh, and and I I started uh, doing theater I, in in Dallas, Texas a, at uh, Southern Methodist University. Got out of school and was doing regional theater and and um, did a bunch of Shakespeare and experimental theater. I uh, after a while I was like, I can't play Mercutio anymore, <laughs> you know, or I'm gonna shoot myself in the yeah. face. So I decided to, you know, if I was gonna, you know, play uh, play the um, the second fiddle all the time, because that's where the black dude in Shakespeare in regional theater does, mm. he plays the the best friend of the main dude. And I was like- But
1: the tights are awesome. I was like, dude,
2: I gotta get out of here. <laughs> so I, I loaded up the truck and moved to yeah. Beverly. And then, um, and, and a couple of um years after doing like commercials and guest spots, I uh, I started doing the 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 uh voiceover. I, I got my first voiceover audition, which got me my first voiceover job. And um, and uh, so so my so my, that first audition actually got you your cyborg first job with was was cyborg. Your first... Wow, first that's one. cool, man. Nice, and, uh, yeah, very and, solid. And, and during that time, I did nine failed pilots mm. and uh, and 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 um, but but you know, had a lot of uh, you know, little little bits and pieces of, of things, little movies, little yeah. guest mm-hmm. stars, a lot of voiceover that, you know, and that that really kind of expanded my my creative vocabulary, I yeah. would say. Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, and over the course of that time, about two and a half years ago, uh, I got that, that that casting director that um that I had been going in to see for years. For years. For years. years yeah. Asked me to come in for this uh, to 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 do The Walking Dead. Now and, this was uh,
0: already season what seven.
2: So mm-hmm. did seven. he yeah. tell you what it was for? She, and okay. she. No. And uh, uh, well, yeah, they, they said it was for The Walking Dead. Okay. They tried to disguise it, but they disguised it horribly because <laughs> my character has a tiger. You know, right. it's like you know. So uh, you know the sides had a lion in it. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, hard oh. to figure out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so uh, so You're at so least smart. I knew what I was going in for. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I auditioned uh, uh, three days after I. Got got the material i um i waited for three and a half weeks um because uh they said uh they said they they liked what i did but it was king ezekiel and they were gonna every black dude between the ages of 35 and <laughs> <or> 55 they, <laughs> were, they gonna, were gonna see and probably him. yeah they yeah. were gonna and they did and they yeah. did, yeah yeah for almost a month Wow. before wow. they finally came back and said, we couldn't find anybody else. We, could <laughs> we couldn't find anybody
1: else. So you yes, know I'm not sure not that's true. exactly what happened. Because Walking Dead standards are so low. No, no, yep. my point my point
2: yeah. being, though, is that I, I think they really like me. Absolutely. Yes. But, I mean, as far as, like, you know, TV personalities are concerned, I'm nobody in particular, you know? And uh, I think they, they were just doing their due diligence. Yeah, yeah and they literally couldn't find anybody else. <laughs> so, so
0: let me ask you something, man.
1: While which is good. Which it's is very good. I'm exactly the only one who can do it. You know what,
0: you didn't waste all your parents' money no,
1: when you went no, no You put so in your 10,000 hours, very baby. very proud. And my yes. dad's
2: a doctor. You know yeah. my how dad too. Is to to get a My dad to yeah. please a doctor. Please a doctor. I mean, yes. he was a chemistry major in, in college and became a, a you know a, a pediatrician. I said, you know, his firstborn son was like, dad, I'm gonna be an actor. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He's like,
0: uh, he's like, oh my god. Oh my god. But oh, well, you know
2: happened? what? He slowly grew to become my biggest, absolute biggest. Oh, good fan. for you, man. Yeah, yeah. That's well, so
1: you're cool. a good son. So of um, course, just he's really quickly, you. when
0: you were waiting those six <laughs> weeks to find out whether or not you got anything, were you going crazy, or did you just say whatever, whatever well, happens you know what? happens?
2: There are there are just a couple of times in my career where I feel like yeah, I knew I had the job. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I started preparing for the job. My my character Ezekiel is based on a comic book. Right. Yeah. And uh, and he's a little thicker than I am. I'm I'm I tend toward the skinny side. You're fit. Yeah, I'm a fit dude. Mm-hmm. But but I uh, tend toward the skinny side. And uh, and he was he w- he was older than me. Um, by, by maybe about 10 years and he was uh, and he was thicker than me. Yeah. And so I was like, well, why don't I um, why don't I hit the gym? <laughs> I've been hiking. I, I hike to stay to stay fit, as yeah. you say. And I, and I decided to uh, to hit the gym and hit the weights. And uh, and so I gained about 10 pounds between that three and a half weeks because nice. I just had a feeling. That they were gonna, that they were gonna mm-hmm. do some, and uh, and they called and they said, could we get a picture of him? We, he seems a little thin. And uh, not and I was anymore. Like, and, and literally, they were <laughs> like, could you wear a tight t-shirt? And well, I was yeah. like, hold on. I just ripped that thing off. <laughs> I was like, and I took pictures with my shirt off and sitting. <laughs> no, to you him. did not. I did. <laughs> nice. They called oh. the next day. You they know those are on the day. internet somewhere. Oh my somewhere. god, they are. They are. Man,
0: so many put cool. them on there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Google and go to images, and you'll find it. <laughs>
0: Absolutely, coolest
1: story ever. Love it.
0: Big, huge congratulations! Wow. the role you. is
1: yours. You are him, and it's fantastic. For sure. Crazy. Long may he reign, man. Damn right. So I, I know that I know what you mean. That feeling when you just know that so, it's like, it's yeah, like and clicks. you don't
2: get that very often because no. there's so many times that there is a um, there's somebody in the room you could just. Look like the uncle they hated growing yeah. up. You yeah. know what I mean, yeah. and that's yeah. it. Yeah. You could be a little too short or a little too tall, and and that's it. It's got nothing to do with you or your talent or what mm-hmm. you're bringing. You know, so there's so much that's out of your hands. And so most of the time, when I go in for an audition, I walk out and I, I just try not to think about it. Yeah. Uh, especially after you know being in L.A. for almost 20 years. Yeah. You know, and knowing that, uh, that that's kind of the way it goes. Yeah. But um,
1: what was it about this one that you said?
2: It's this one it was the material they're, they're, mm. uh, King Ezekiel is uh well there's the King version of him and yeah. then there's the the uh more relaxed uh Zeke that right. I like to call him uh, mm-hmm. he's, he goes into Zeke mode where he kind of uh, relaxes that Renaissance fair sort of is you that know. in the mode that he's in
0: right now he's in Zeke mode cool. no nah, I'd say he's still in King
2: Ezekiel okay. mode. He, he's uh he's uh it's gonna take him a while to to, to totally turn that off I think right. but um but but he'll consciously do that right. with people that he trusts yeah and yeah. so and so um and so yeah yeah there were those two sides and you had to do both of those in the audition mm-hmm. you know and uh and it was one of those deals that after i, w- I was working on i was working on with my lovely wife right back there and uh and she uh she's she's like my my acting coach and and yeah. uh and um we we really delineated the two sides pr- pretty uh, well and i thought i thought maybe one, a person would be able to do one. Maybe they'd be able to do the other. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just felt like for 20 years, I was weirdly qualified. Preparing. to Yeah. Yeah. You know, I did so much Shakespeare in my 20s, so much voiceover in my 30s. It was like all of that came together to make me prepared for this particular part. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, well, I was uh, going to ask you, because yeah.
1: between your Shakespeare training, your classical training, yeah. and then... In voiceover, sometimes you're doing scenes with yourself as sure. multiple characters. So, do you feel like the convergence of those two things really helped you get into this, the the duality of this character? I think it
2: it helped me embrace my imagination in a in in uh, in different there, ways. Y- there you go. Yeah, you know what I mean. because yeah. because I I think that uh, that people. Um, Make mistake, especially in in, in voiceover of, of thinking that well, I I do a lot of voices, I do a lot of voices, but um, but uh, Andrea Romano once said, you know, mm-hmm. you can do all the voices if you want. If you can't act, you can't act. Yep. Period. And yeah. it's and and um and acting is about how you access your imagination. You know how how do you how do you make it real for yourself in this very unreal environment you know and mm-hmm. a, a, a voice actor you know you've just got a mic stand maybe they show you a picture of your character right, right but right. you just got the microphone and the mic stand you got to make everything else up. Yep. Theater you know you've got th- there's an entire audience out there that you've got to Remember, but somehow forget about, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, remember that, that there is that fourth wall that that you gotta yeah, that you gotta brick up yep. while you play in this uh, this other space, and uh, and even in television, you know, there's a camera that's right there that mm-hmm. you gotta forget about, you know, there's there's a there's a dude holding a boom who smells awful and his, his armpits <laughs> right there. I'm just saying, the arms oh, are always up. Exactly, like, the arms wow. always up, you know, and you gotta you gotta be okay with Roy. <laughs> you gotta be all right with him Shout and Shout out and to the boom dude. Exactly. Shout out to the Boom Dudes. And, Sponsored
1: uh, by exactly. Dove uh. deodorant.
2: Yeah. Exactly. I was just about to say, we're gonna send him some, <laughs> some Mitchum for Valentine's Day.
0: Mitchum. Oh my god, man.
1: It's strong. But
2: you know what I mean? You always have to uh use your imagination in and tweak it in different yeah. ways. Mm-hmm. And I was fortunate enough that when I when I started, when I when I uh uh, obviously, I was doing a lot of theater, but then when I came to L.A., I started doing a lot of uh, TV and and uh, and and film stuff, and then fell into the to the voiceover. And because I was I was uh, always kind of overlapping those styles, yeah. Yeah. it just it, it it helped me as far as um, my versatility is concerned. Not necessarily. Um, the vo- versatility of my vote my voice of how it sounds yeah, but of how I thought yeah, mm-hmm. and um and another um, uh, a Great bit of advice uh, somebody gave me the the, the great Phil Namar uh, yeah. Awesome, dude he he um because I never thought of myself as full of voices and uh, And sometimes I can't remember what show we were working on and um, and I needed to play a little ancillary character and uh and i was like i don't know how to how to play this guy and he was like and he 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 just whispered to me he was he said uh it doesn't have to be a big change just make a little change and just commit to it you know and uh and and that really opened my mind that mm-hmm. that uh that i didn't have to be you know um uh Rich Little or something, or, you right. know what I mean? Right, and, and right. Just, you wanna do some voices for us?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. exactly.
2: An example don't, 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 don't Right, right. I'm totally kidding. No, no, but, 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 uh, well,
1: but the thing is. Well, because the mic is, is so, I mean, it. it it hears, it hears everything, everything. Yeah. and it and it uh, it
2: actually helped me to be able to produce more than I thought I could. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, and uh, and realize that I had more voices inside me than than I yeah. than I realized. Yeah, you know, so so it was. Uh, and and the way that I would go about my vocal process was um, was thinking less about changing my voice and and more about changing my attitude mm-hmm, and right. changing my uh changing the
0: character yeah. you right, know right. Well, you're you're so good at that yeah man. the
1: intention is and, everything yeah. yeah and i have
0: to you just said you fell into voiceover, yeah. so is that so, literal? Did you just did you not was aspire? It,
1: you, it was something you aspired to. You know, not really? friends
2: of mine told me for the longest, you know, you, you know, you should get into voiceover. You should get into voiceover. You have voiceover. a nice voice, mm-hmm. man. Exactly. And I and, and I was mm-hmm. I was like, well, I'd love to. I have no idea how to do that. Yeah. You know, I'd ask people. You know, you know, here and there. I mean, I always wanted to work. And and uh, and and um, I, I, I don't know how many times I I, I asked uh, um, different representation. And, uh, and they will always say, well, we don't know how you do that. We don't know how you do <laughs> <Right>. that either. <laughs> right, right. I was like, "There's that agency over there." Could you you talk to him? I was like, "No, no. we don't talk to him." It, it was like this. It was like this thing that people are scared Secret to. Secret world. Yeah, yeah. Man. I always said that they, they'd say, um, "Well, you need to get a voiceover job." It was like, "How do you do that?" Well, you should probably get a voiceover agent. It was like, "Well, how do you do that?" Yeah, well, you need to get a voiceover job. So you know, it's it's <laughs> yeah. like this weird circle. And um, and the way I fell into it was like uh, young Frankenstein. You know, I happened to pick up the the candle, and the and the and the, <laughs> the bookcase swung open, uh-huh. and I was like, "Oh
1: crap!" I'm in. And I,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. And I walked in, but it was just I've yeah. been working in this industry for for 12 years, yeah. and uh, and a friend of mine got me an audition. Wow.
1: That overnight success of 12 years. Thank yes. you, friend. Thank exactly, you, unnamed friend.
2: Da- David Slack. David, David. Slack. David Slack. Thank you. Very yes, nice. Uh, he he started off uh, as a as a um, as an assistant on uh, doing cartoons. Yeah, and um, and uh, became a writer. And, uh, and he was like, I think you'd be right for this cyborg thing, but I never asked anybody to audition. I don't want to get in trouble, but... Give me literally," he said. "Give me your, give me your headshot and resume, because you know huh? he had no. I didn't know. He didn't know. Yeah, yeah. And That's so adorable. we were. We, we know in voiceover, you don't need a headshot and resume. We a headshot. you know. But but uh, <laughs> but you know what? It, it got me an audition, and I walked into the old Warner Brothers animation in, in yeah. Sherman Oaks Gallery. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I walked in there, and I remember I saw there was Urkel, all the dudes from Living Single. <laughs> Uh, it was like every every black dude from the eighties and nineties, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And uh, and I was like, well, I think I'm in the right place. Yeah, I gotta have a headshot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and uh, I thought and uh, I thought to myself, well, hopefully they'll let me audition again. And I went yeah. in there and I had a ball. My imagination just exploded. All of a sudden, I could be anything. Wow. could yeah. Be a teenage kid yeah, with yeah. half robot body, and and sure. I went nuts and just had a ball. And um, so and that, a couple y- of yeah. weeks later, uh, David said,
1: "I think you might have got it, dude." That's so cool. And
0: I got it. Obviously, the second half of season eight of Walking Dead is just about to oh, come yeah. up, right? Oh, yeah, that whole thing. Um, do you guys shoot like way, way in advance? Or? Way, well,
2: it feels way in advance, uh, but but uh, but it's not really. We we finish shooting in November. We start shooting in late April, okay. um, early May, and uh, and then we go to about um, about uh, late mid November. And uh, so in
0: between seasons, like how, how much of a break do you get from We that? get
2: uh, December, January, February, March. So three months, four yeah, months? Mm, yummy. That.
1: So you get to shoot in Georgia in the summertime. Oh Lord. That's awesome. Oh, Lord. That's all we need. And to that say. nice oh, Lord. jacket, I'm <laughs> sure it's got air conditioning underneath.
2: It's so nasty. <laughs> it's so hot. You know what? But but uh, but I've been I've been lucky to have missed. Uh, I mean, there, there have been some times that I've gotten woozy, and and yeah. uh, you yeah. know because I mean the wig is actually an incredible apparatus that, that breeds, especially mm. when I shave shave my head. That's I why. wore
0: mine today because I mm. thought you were gonna wear yours. Well, <laughs> you know, that's the thing people forget. It's not mine. Mm. Uh, oh, it's know. not yours. Oh no,
2: no, it's it property of AMC <laughs> International, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. And uh, yeah, if uh, if I tried to walk out with that. Wig. Oh, yeah. That'd be like four drones and like, you know, eight <laughs> ninjas that would jump out and just... Witness yeah, protection. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's all about the wig. It's not about me.
0: So, so while you're taking your time off and you're relaxing with your lovely wife and you're doing normal things, mm-hmm. like, yeah. you know, being cyborg and stuff like that. Right. Um, when you come back to shooting, is there like a psychological process that you need to go through to get you back into that Ezekiel mode, or, or I, it's just, boom, you're there? I wouldn't say
2: so. No, I, I feel like... um. With Ezekiel, kind of like in the audition, I felt like I knew this guy pretty well because because uh, he's a, he's this theatrical person, yeah, who um who's uh who's putting on a show, putting on a front, you know, but it's uh it's with a purpose, right? And it's and it's and his purpose is um is as altruistic as as you could imagine. You know, he's not he didn't become king to elevate himself. He he became king to uh to protect his people. Exactly. And uh and I feel like he's doing this to spread this light in this very dark circumstance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh and I feel like that's what I do. You know, in is your that
0: normal day? Yeah.
2: In, in, well in my yeah. normal life I, yeah. I've I decided that I'm gonna try and do this Entertainment acting thing, and uh, and you realize real quick that it's that that it's really hard that people tell you a no a lot more than they tell you yes that um that 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 uh, that the grind of it can get you down yeah. unless you decide uh, not to I um I always think of um, uh, oddly enough. Uh, this quote from Don King, because he said he said he he would um he would talk about being in the hope business. Mm. You know, the I'm hope. in the hope business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh and for him, I think he what he was saying is is that I lie to people. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean. And uh, and but uh, but I took that. I always kind of glommed onto it. And um and uh, thought of it as you know when people turn on their television, when they when they turn on their radio, when they when they go into a darkened theater. They're coming for something from us, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. They come they they they're looking for hope. They're looking to be not just entertained, but inspired and like moved forward. Absolutely. Right. So so at the very least, I have to be hopeful in myself, you Mm -hmm. know? I have to tell myself, even on a bad day, you know, the, the good days are coming. And so and so I always tell myself, I'm in the hope business, you know. I'm in the motherfucking hope business. So I've got to stay hopeful. Yeah. And, and, and then and then when people come to see me, then they can feel it off me. Totally. They can totally. feed it off me. Totally. And so, and so Ezekiel was uh, a lot the same way, you know, is that he, he's um he's walking through the apocalypse, you know, with this tiger, you know, thinking, man, I gotta somehow stay hopeful. The tiger helps. The mm-hmm. tiger helps. The tiger helps. But somehow I gotta stay. Awful, yeah. Right? <laughs> but people yeah. gravitate to a guy with a tiger, right? Yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. And yeah. so he says the first thing you gotta say if you've got if, if you're a dude with a tiger is it's okay. Yeah. The first thing you gotta say is, she's all right, it's okay. You mm-hmm. come with me, we're gonna be okay. And uh, and and I think I honestly think he became king because he had a big voice, yeah. And people were standing a hundred yards away, and he yep. was like, "It's all right, yep. <laughs> Come here." You yeah. were like, "That guy's Come. always yelling like a king. Yeah. He's our king," yeah, and it yeah. just it just yeah. worked. Yeah. yeah, it just worked. And so um and so I really do feel this affinity for the character. And going back, I'm literally from Georgia. Yeah, yes. so yes. Going, back,
0: uh, like going back to so, right. going home. Yeah, yeah. it's
1: like going good. The going to prodigal back. son comes home. Yeah, obviously, I mean, what I, you know, when I was preparing to sit with you, which was a joy to to read more about you and your family, um, preparedness, passion for your craft seem to be really front and center when you approach your work. Yeah, and obviously, twenty plus years in the business, and you touched on it a little bit, but how and for people that are watching that are maybe hitting some kind of a plateau or a law, like how did you or any wisdom you can share about powering through when your phone isn't did blowing you read up a book and, yeah know. did
0: somebody give you something i did i always did something
2: the thing is 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 that uh is that your creative process only stops if you allow it to you mm-hmm. know you're if, so if right people man. are if, yeah. if, if if i wasn't working and I went and found work for myself. I always say all I need is a job that feeds my belly and a job that feeds my soul. And if the, if, if, uh, if it happens to be that I got to get a job that's like nine to five and just feed, literally feeding my belly, then I go out and find the job that's going to feed my soul. You know, yeah. uh, and so uh, and, and maybe I'm not getting paid for it for a while, May, you know, but but it's uh, but but if you're doing it for the right reasons, mm-hmm. you don't need to get paid for it. Because because uh, because your passion for yeah. it is gonna is gonna feed you feed you enough. I'm lucky enough that that um that, that eventually the belly and the soul jobs you know started to to meld yeah. together. Right, yeah, but the yeah. truth is is that I've been I've been fine for a long time. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Every, people know who Ezekiel is and they know who I am. Mm-hmm. You know after after all of this time and all of this work. But what I realized when I finally made it, you know, was that was that uh. I've actually been cool. I'm, I, I've, been, I've been. My soul has been fed. Yeah. You yeah. know, my you, family is that's fed a my soul, i healthy yeah. Good. Good. Yeah.
0: thinking about everything. It's you
1: know? a powerful place. I think that, mis- you know, that people get caught in the definition of success out there versus yeah. your own definition. Right. Right. Which it is really, I think, it's powerful and it really is beautiful. Yeah. It's also those like moments were, of
2: going down. Mm-hmm. Those those are where maybe you're gathering all those things that you need in order to do that thing. Yeah, that yeah. next thing that you that you're supposed to do. You know, you when you talk about you know, you you feel like you're plateauing, and uh, and it's like it's like, how do you know that that's the plateau? How do you how do you how do you know that that's what's happening? You know, how do you know that you're not at the base camp? You know, mm-hmm. ready to, to finally climb the to the peak. before the storm. Yeah. How do you not yeah. know that you need this time yeah. just to get it together, mm-hmm. you know? We don't know until after. We, it's right, it's right. so much about By the how way, we think about yeah. I have yeah. your
0: next job. I know what it's gonna be. <laughs> Motivational speaker. speaker. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, dude. On a stage, people would be like, ah! Oh. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we'll get that going too. Yeah. King Peyton! Well, that concludes part one with Kari Peyton. Let me tell you a little secret. You do not want to miss part
1: two. No way. We will be back. And don't forget to keep up with all of us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And show us some love in the comments. We love you guys. Thanks for watching. And just remember, you you always always have have time time for a little little buzz.